0: Northern Vitality! Enjoy the journey. Good morning, everybody. Rob Lucier here with Northern Vitality. Hope everyone's doing great this morning. Having an awesome day. If you're not up yet, wake up! Today I'm going to be discussing the early morning grind. The 5, 6 a.m. get-up. Um, changing that habit is a key, key, key motivating factor to being successful in my point of view. Um, but I have a kid. I never had a... <laughs> If I didn't have a child and never had the experience getting up and insomnia and all that awesome fun stuff, being a father, being a parent, I wouldn't know what it's all about. But um, it would be even harder for me to get up in the morning to do all that kind of shit. But um, nonetheless, it's, it's absolutely amazingly true. Uh, In my opinion, it's one of the most important factors into starting your whole journey or doing a different journey of success or health or whatever path you decide to go on to change yourself for the better. Uh, I get up at 5, 5.30 almost every morning, even on my days off, I make it a point to get up and keep my alarm and force myself. Worst case scenario, worst case scenario, I I sleep in, I set my alarm for 6.30, excuse me, 6.30 instead of 5.30. And Why? Um, yeah, I would say I'm psycho, man. Back in the day, I would say, you're fucked. Why would you do that to yourself? And blah, blah, blah. Um, it's Your body will adapt. Your body is the biggest, best, most spectacular machine you'll ever encounter in your life. And you'll never know why. So just don't even try and fuck with it. Just understand that it is your friend. Your body is your friend. Your body is an amazing, adaptable, spectacular machine. You, the earlier you get up, the more it's going to adapt to that getting early, getting up early, and you're going to feel it. Um, your first couple days are going to be hard. It's hard, man. You, As soon as you feel the alarm, your natural instinct is a snooze, snooze, snooze. But I want you to get to that point where you feel like you're you're not only letting yourself down, but it's like work. You get up early to go to work, right? If someone said, oh, man, I need you to early, you're going to do it, right? Because it's your money motivated. So, or you're discipline motivated, where you're, you're you know, you want to, please somebody or help somebody but you're not doing it for yourself as soon as you start doing it for yourself and holding yourself accountable you're in a totally different ball game totally different realm of, of reality because you're becoming more lethal as a person more deadly what I mean by that what you can get up and do yourself get up and get done early or the more you can get done you'll understand like how your day is more let's say productive for yourself because the earlier you get up, the more you get done. You're not used to getting up that early. So it's like an extra hour to yourself or two hours to yourself or whatever. How many hours? But for me, it's an hour. For me, I get up early because I have to go to work. But it's almost like a blessing in disguise. Because if I lost my job, I think I would 100% keep that mind frame of getting up at 5.30 every morning before anybody else. My daughter, my wife, my anybody. I can get so much work done. It's perfect time to get either an hour workout in and still get some, hopefully an hour worth of other shit done, or if I don't do my workouts first, I do them later on in the day, then I can get so much other work done, be it on my social media posting, be it on my own little journaling, and it's proper headspace time. Headspace time meaning that you get shit done, deep, deep work that you need out of your head. Is it something motivating you to do your journal every day, do some business work every day, computer work every day, emailing, whatever the fuck it is? Just give yourself that kind of time to get up and you'll understand what I'm saying, what everyone else says, that we all have the same amount of time in our day, we just have to use it wisely. Well, it's exactly true. Um, when you're an entrepreneur and you're or you're doing something that's motivated to be better or different on a journey, then you, you have this different instinct, that killer little tiger thing inside you where fuck it. I gotta get up early, I gotta be different. You you should be unsettled in a way that it's in a a positive, productive way. I don't want you to be all chaotic in life and haywirey. But getting up early, man, is like a fucking tiger waking up. You're just, you're prowling, man. You're doing what you gotta do. You know, you have that killer instinct to move forward, push forward, be better, be stronger, be more motivated. Um, Your body will especially change nutritionally because as you get up earlier, you're raw your stomach's like feed fucking me what are you doing coffee's gonna be your best friend but of all the things in my diet though i have to say coffee is like my most dominant thing i need in my life that i never really i kind of did before only because i was with somebody who bought me one or made it for work made it made it for me when i arrived at work on my desk i'd have a coffee there for me my staff used to know that i'd be in early now and whatever so it'd be kind of cool um But now I do it out of sheer necessity, like I needed to wake up. It's kind of like that thing, right? I'm I'm almost considering stopping caffeine for a a week or two see how my body reacts because I really do enjoy coffee. I enjoy the flavor, but it's sensor memory too, right? And it's trigger memory. So when I'm doing something, my first thing in the morning is to drive to Tim Hortons and grab my Java on the way to work. And if I don't get it, because, for example, there was labor shortages where I live, and it wasn't open, I was all fucked off. I could feel my body. Like, I'm, like, normally on my way to work, I have a full, medium-sized coffee. And when I don't get it, you can feel yourself, whoa, like, you're edgy. You're you're not, you're not you. It's kind of weird. And right away, I'm looking for a coffee to go to. So I, can, I know that we are... Um, Motivated by certain triggers, even subconsciously, when you—that's hard. Like I can, wow, how powerful is that, man? Right? You don't realize the things in your life that are triggering you to do different things and put you in different directions until you don't have it. So imagine, we didn't have computers or things go down, we would all lose our shit, right? Facebook, Instagram, you know, working on your computer, your Wi-Fi is fucked. Like it, it, I, we're so reliant on these things. If you put yourself in a successful pivot point where... That's why I say reading is key. You know, fuck the going on the internet. You get, a, get up early. Maybe it's an hour of meditation. Maybe it's some part of your meditation that's hard for you to do. So get up early to start with that. Start with meditation ideas and concepts and do some research on it on your own. But it's. I've always been one of those people that I want an answer. I need an answer to move forward. And that was really hard for me to figure out my own answers because you don't know anything you're working out of the dark you're like what the fuck am I looking for but that's the part of the journey that I love the most I realized um I'm starting to read more again I put that off for a little bit I just got busy always so busy man it's so annoying I try to, to to develop a mindset of having a regimented part of my day but then having a child and if you're laid off or not or work changing the hours because other people are sick and changing my schedule so much and whatnot, I just let reading fall back um Because I'd rather be working at my computer being businessly productive as opposed to just taking time for myself and reading. So I'm starting to make more time for that myself. Um, I'm a big, big, big hockey fan. I turned the TV off though last night and just started to read for an hour instead of finishing the Leafs game that I I love, my Leafs, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, But fuck, who cares? You know, it's something that I, I wanted, not a need. But then I say to myself, fuck, I need to keep, I need to get back on track with reading. And then my mind, after I started telling myself I needed to do that, you, you your body and your mind fight with themselves. To fucking, they want to do what they want to do. You, oh, I want to watch hockey because I'm comfortable. I'm lying down, head back. Oh, I can fall asleep on the couch and watch this hockey game. No. Nope. Man up. Do what you say you want to do. Don't dream about it. Fucking wake up and do it. So I read. And then after 20 minutes of sitting there, it was like, fuck, I actually I'm enjoying this now. You know? I wasn't worried about the score of the hockey game or what's going on in the standings or what's going on with certain players that are getting fucked around or doing stupid shit on the media. You know, it's all irrelevant because if computers went down, I wouldn't see that shit anyway. Right? Cable went out. Power went out for a couple hours. You know, it's funny and it's happened to me in my household and my wife and my daughter are completely fucked. Don't know what to do with themselves. And it's sad, and that's where I kinda of had that reading Eureka moment where fuck man, I gotta start reading more and getting my mind developed to do more creative things if I don't have certain things. What am I gonna do? For example, my gym's closed down and everyone's used to having gym going there and doing certain regimens and workouts and whatever, and you find people that are on the phone the most, they're the ones that are going to be lost the most, because they're so fucking under their social media bullshit and messages and whatever, they take 20 minutes in between sets, should not even be allowed in the fucking gym in my opinion, but whatever, but that's the thing, right, when you don't have something, you're at a loss, because now what do I do, there's no backup, no contingency, no uh, kind of lose your hunger, because some of your tools have been taken away. Well, that's where as a leader, right, you need to start getting more adaptable to loss, more adaptable to contingency, more adaptable to simple things, to simplicity, you know. The simpler things are, isn't that the same thing in business? Like, it's pretty simple. Or being a leader, it's pretty simple to do things if you want to get your vision or your your message across to people or if you want to help people. I think we just need to identify the, the problems that were, are in front of us and then simplify them. How do we create the solution? What is a solution? What are our options for solutions? I want to make more money. Okay, well am I habitually good with money? Am I a money blower? Am I a saver? What do I have to do to get better? What do I have to do to get stronger? You know, same thing. It's all about adaptability and what you're willing to do. The thing is, you gotta do it. You gotta get out of your comfort zone and that's why I suggest you get up at four, five, six in the morning. Four is a little pushing it. I've only done that once, and then I realized how fucking stupid it was. It screwed up my whole day, and not because I was complaining or whatever, but I fucking made my day so much longer. I still got had to work the same hours. I mean, I have a regimented hourly routine um, at my job, so I can't like change that. <clears throat> I have a boss, so it, and then I have a child. So if they were a teenager, fuck, it would be a different story. But she needs my time and wants me, obviously, and I'm willing. I'm, of course, I'm there for my daughter. So I couldn't do the 4 a.m. But 5.30 works for me. It's my perfect uh, perfect sweet spot, I think, for getting up early, getting shit done. Um, and that is a vital, vital part for my journey. And I think it would be a vital part in a lot of people's journey. And if you're, say, working nights, it doesn't matter. The same rule applies: just get up a couple hours earlier than you normally would and sacrifice the hours that you would be doing something else, like uh watching sports or entertainment or doing things and then you know we tend to we're, we tend to complain or think about our lives the most when we 're doing something that we can't really take the time to do it properly. So what I mean by that is we're at work already now we 're complaining about working so much and what we would do if we had all the money in the world to not work, so you're missing the point. <coughs> The whole point is to get up early to get away from the job you want to, that you're going to, because you fucking hate it. And all you do is talk shit about it or feel angst about it or don't want to do it or whatnot. As a leader, it's harder because you're the one who has the key to the kingdom, right? You're the answer keeper. You're the one who directs and delegates and does whatever. So, in my opinion, getting up early, setting a new regimen for yourself, changing yourself and being better for yourself and stronger for yourself means you're going to be that much more of a leader for other people to follow and people want to emulate greatness right doesn't matter what they are in their life it's natural to want to do better because you you see someone progress and when you see progression it's kind of contagious the only thing that's not contagious or it's really 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 hard to do to emulate is business right because a business model that someone did work for them now you're a secondary or third or fourth or whatever the good thing about that is, you know it's a proven success method. The sad thing about that is, it's like, <clears throat> you have your generic things, and you have your big boy like Nike, and then you have your knockoffs. Like, I mean, it's all relative, right? Once patents run out, you can start selling the same kind of product and whatnot. Same with Tylenol. Then you have like, the of the shit version. Does it work? Does it not work as good? Blah, blah, blah. You're just not getting the same brand. That's why branding is so powerful. So once you do something and you're not first, it's hard. you got to kind of justify why you're just as good. And that's harder sometimes. Sometimes your products are equal, just as good as somebody else's. But they promote it better, market it better. And that's why it's important to do your knowledge, to get up, in my opinion, again, to get up early and do your research and find some knowledge and gain some knowledge on the other. Pretty much get an upper hand as best you can. Because that upper hand is what's going to separate you from everybody else and getting up early is exactly that it's going to get up you're going to be doing things that no one else wants to do and you'll have the edge is it going to happen overnight? no are you going to be successful immediately? no for some people like me it'll take a lot longer it feels like a lot longer it's more of a journey and there's other people that are doing exactly what I'm saying and they're so successful it's crazy right now and that's you know it's hard it's part of the journey that we all have to kind of accept um, and move forward no matter what and then on top of that, you still got to work. And I get it. You know, if you're, especially if you're a hospitality leader or an owner, if you're an owner, you have a little bit more flexibility. But I said, you know, right nowadays, I wouldn't think, depending on how deep your pockets are and what you're willing to do. But if you're an owner in the hospitality industry, it's got to be really fucking pulling your hair out kind of time right now because it's not fun in this world, man. The whole takeout industry is, is getting 20 million times more lucrative than it ever has and I remember back in the day takeout was for people that you know either couldn't get a table at the restaurant or brought shit home in because they were done eating or they ordered an extra dish and took it home with them now every restaurant has to follow suit on takeout because that's what's helping them stay afloat because where I live anyway the restaurants are only allowed to do takeout now you're not allowed to do indoor dining anymore not for a while It's, it's completely fucked man and it's sad um, other places in the world that they're not even doing an eighth of what we're doing in Canada That's restrictions and shit. And it's, whole, it's, it's completely fucking mad, man. You know, in our country, they're talking about, um, fining people, massive fines. If you don't get vaccinated, like I don't, I think we've all lost a little, a touch of reality a little bit here. Um. And I'm not a political activist. I don't want to talk politics in any way, shape, or form on this podcast. But there's a reality part to it where you kind of can't not talk about it. And then it becomes political because there's so many opinions on these subjects. And then there's the law. So it's like no matter what we say, we can't even debate about it, to be honest. It's irrelevant because the laws are the laws, right? And they're going to stick to them and tell us we have to abide by them or else. And it's like... Fucking hail Hitler kind of scenario. You know what I mean? Like it's just getting out of hand. <clears throat> but anyways, that's neither here nor there. But as a hospitality employer or as a leader, it's important out there to get your staff motivated. And it's even harder time to be a leader in my put in my opinion now because you got to be the one that's setting the bar high, setting the standard, not being that government mentality where you know hail Hitler mentality where yes, you're the only one, the only opinion that matters. Um, it's really really hard to get in the mind frame when you're being restricted yourself of on a journey of greatness and trying to push I' mean, like you know people look to you for answers when you're in a bad frame of mind as well I get it man it's really really hard um, but that's why you know I suggest you get up early or do things and change your routine for you and maybe those answers will come a little clearer you'll have the time to do it when no one knows you are you're up or doing your thing now Um And I find that's why physical activity is so important, man. Any aggression that you have, you know, take that fucking shit out on the bar. Take that shit out on, you know, yourself doing push-ups. Just get that anger and that angst out of your fucking body. And do something. And You're you're, going to be tired. You're going to be sore. You're going to be whatever. But that's the price you pay for getting rid of all that shit inside your head, man. Push that fucking shit out. That's why uh, listening to music... Is key, changes your mood. Listen to that hardcore metal shit, whatever gets you going, man, to fucking help you get through those hardcore workouts of that par- hardcore part of your day. Um, and 86 Chefs Club, I'm part of a podcast as well with my partner Chris Gibson. Uh, we're on our third season now. Give her a listen if you want, 86chefsclub.ca. It's a uh, specific, awesome journey of two guys from the industry, chefs two different worlds i was part of fine dining and whatnot my buddy chris is more of like he calls himself the grunt guy he comes from all the more of like the he's never worked fine dining but he's done like the diner and bar grills and whatever um so it's kind of cool we talk about so many different things you know substance abuse in the industry and relationships in the industry and what it takes to be in our industry and blah 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 and obviously we started it before covid So you you can hear us talking about how the industry is lacking and losing its passion, whatever as it is before COVID and then after COVID, obviously there's our point of view and how things have happened and business models changing and the passion changing and people in the industry and blah, blah, blah. It's really fucking cool, man. It's really cool. We got about 5,000 downloads now on that platform. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty humbling. Um, I think we hit obviously a wicked niche that I think people love us to listen to us because we can speak the truth. We've lived it. Kind of like myself in my journey in Northern Vitality. You know, it's, it's always easier to cut and paste shit and whatever. But, you know, at least I'm doing exactly what I'm preaching to people and talking to people about. Hopefully changing the lives of other people. Um, I can relate to their angst, and their depression, to their lack of motivation, to their, you know, what am I doing? Um, like I said, I'm very big on the journey itself. And it's been a really hard journey for me, so I can relate to people that are doing the struggle or want to begin their journey. Um, it, you know, It is hard. It's not an easy process. It's not meant to be. So for me, I'm a big believer in doing things first. And that's why I'm big on ownership being active owners, not just passive owners that take the money and run kind of deal. Because if you're not part of the journey, then you don't know how to fix anything that goes wrong in that journey, especially for motivating staff and staff retention. Um, and then, if you, you know, it's easier to tell people to get up early and do their thing and work their magic, and here's what you can do, and here's some pointers to stay motivated to keep getting up early if you do it yourself. If you don't do it yourself, I mean, in my opinion anyway, who the fuck are you to tell someone else to do it, or how it feels, or how to motivate people if you've never been through a motivating process yourself? You know, like, people like Kobe Bryant, all of these sports people, or role models, and anything that's extremely successful, I mean, these guys are so fucking, you know, there's a lot of self-drive in them, um, they're, they're, they're built differently, man, and they're, they're doing different things in life, but you know what, they all carry one trait in common, they fucking believe enough in themselves to go against the grain, they don't care what other people say, think, want, do, they do them, they do their own thing. And that in itself is the most simplest thing in this earth. Right? When you want something, you go and do it. When you fucking... Simplest thing is you you want to go to work early. You're going to get the fuck up and go to work early. When you want that chocolate bar, you're going to drive to the store at 3 in the morning because you're craving something. You're going to fucking do it. When you know your lottery ticket needs to get picked up by a certain time before the cutoff happens, you're going to fucking drive to it no matter what. Right? You'll find everything. You'll speed... You'll do anything just to get what you want. It's the same thing in life, man. If you want to be successful, obviously the end result is more unknown than the tangible thing of holding something like getting your chocolate bar or getting your ticket, rushing to the store to get it, obviously. But that's the beauty of it, man. It's the unknown that scares most people. But I believe getting it up early and being by yourself for an hour when no one knows you're up and holding holding yourself more accountable that, that is where you find the time. That is where you realize and you think and you probe questions to yourself. What am I doing? Where am I going? And how am I going to get there? A little bit of a plan. You can't ever have a true plan because you never know where you're going, right? But you can define your goal better and better and better as the journey goes on. Your goals might change. My ultimate true goal in life is not only to be successful financially, that I can have my daughter have things that I never had At the same time, discipline her. She doesn't get everything else or everything that she wants out of life. But I want like a holistic place to go to. I want a home I can go to where I can have, you can do massages, spa treatments, um, team building seminars, really good food. I want it all under one stop shop. Like I want the Walmart of spas and retreat center and wellness center at a really high end level. Um, I want a gym in there, I want a restaurant in there, a really good high-end gym, a really good high-end restaurant, uh, well-paid massage therapists, um, so many different things, a gymnasium, and I want anyone that's under 15 years old to be in for free. Um, Just, I want a health and wellness center you can go to that's at an elite level, that's a one-stop shop. And I know there's things out there that exist that are like nice spas, you can go get a hair done and go get whatever. Um, But I want a really cool atmosphere of zen, feel like, Um, bamboo, nice beautiful little rest areas where you can chill and be, just concentrate on you more of a Zen feel to anything in life because I want to get I want people to get away and part of that journey is going to be able to helping them understand that if you do this kind of thing daily you look after yourself mentally daily how far you're gonna get ahead in life because you're thinking clear you're disciplining yourself um, you're motivating yourself you're finding the right triggers to be motivated in certain areas of your life that you're lacking um, and as leaders, we need to get out of our heads a lot more. And that's why I think this place will be not only successful, but it'll be a really good place for people to seek. That there's an actual place they can go to to do exactly what they need to. To decompress and get away. So instead of going on vacation, spending all of this money to go away for seven days, maybe it's a nicer retreat. If you can't afford the seven-day vacation, it's just a nicer retreat to come for two or three days to this and build an international destination where people flock towards it because of their lives and their angst and their depression and whatnot. Um, and I'll be there. I'll be there working it just like I would in my restaurants if I still had that going. Uh, I'm a big fan of being a people person. I'm a big fan of helping others. But it's like when people actually start to see themselves getting better and feel themselves getting better is exactly the way I look at it now when people would when I would cook for people do a chef's table and deliver the food myself and people saw I saw their face light up when they saw what they got or they took their first bite and that reaction you know I've, I like to I like to see that I like to know that people i have made a difference I made a little something in their life that made them feel awesome and that's what I want to do through a health and wellness center northern vitality uh, where you can go and do multiple different things at once. You know, for women, go and get your hair done, go get your massage, have a nice uh, hot hot tub day. Whether you either your loved one or a friend, if you want to work out, that opportunity's there. And then if you want to go for a wicked bite and have a drink, that opportunity's also there. Obviously, at all the different prices and such, or package deals or whatever, but that's the dream. And then you leave with a positive experience. You're like, wow, I feel refreshed refreshed and replenished and vital and that's the key word to anything is vital so everybody uh it's enough for today hope everyone has a spectacular spectacular day um i'm almost at work soon it's 6 30 so if some of you are just getting up please give it a listen if some of you've been up early that's amazing good for you try and keep it going and if you're if your day doesn't warrant getting up this early obviously then just change your routine up a little bit where you're getting up an hour earlier than you normally would I guarantee you more success than you had before your body will adapt, I promise you get 6 hours of sleep every day minimum Um, I'm not going to lie man, I don't believe in the whole 8 hours, some days you find yourself sleeping and you need it, that's fine, take that opportunity to sleep, but I find 8 hours is almost too much sleep for me anyway that's the way I'm built So, anyways everybody have a spectacular day, northern vitality out